0: Okay. And now, from beautiful Austin, adjacent Leander, Texas, the most prolific independent film and television and entertainment podcast in the state. He is Clarkson. I am Jim. We talk shit so you don't have to. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Film Bugs. And this is happening. Oh, God! it's a glorious thing, isn't it? It is hello oh Hero. Woo, hello, this is awesome. It's a good day. It's a good day it's a sunday we're 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 kicking it old school, chilling all that, whatnot, and uh yeah, it's just a good fucking day. Yeah. got a bunch of shit that's occurred that's worth talking about. We went dark last week for personal reasons um and uh. We'll leave it at that, unless you want to say more. I'll tell oh, you.
1: Okay, my father
0: passed away, and uh, what I something I was struck by the number of people just through the show who were replying to to yeah. your post on that. It's it's weird because when we started doing this, there was never an expectation that that sort of thing would come of it. No, that these are people who listen to us talk once, and they, you know, yes, there's the fun and all that, but. That they do take the time when it's for real, and they're like, hey, you know, we're yeah. part of this and thing. And any of y'all
1: that reached out to me personally or just liked on Facebook, anything, anyway, yeah. at any way, any, however you may have done Yes, it, I appreciate it. My family appreciates it. Mm-hmm. Everyone that knew and loved my father appreciates it, and yep. thank you very much.
0: He was a good man. He's and a we good are man.
1: having a glass of scotch on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, a 15-year-old single-cask Balvini. That has been in the bottle since 2002.
1: That uh, <laughs> my father would have looked, had a glass of, taken a sip, and then said, that's good. Mm. Do you have any Cutty Sark?
0: <laughs> and if I knew your dad was coming, my response would be, of course <laughs> I do. Of course. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> I've, I've already got it in a glass for you, oh. sir. <laughs> uh, so. First man who ever talked to me like an adult. He's was a fucking great guy. Miss mm. you. Yes. But as I told you before, as I said he's a man who won. Oh yeah, he straight fucking won. I mean, he lived long enough to see his grandchildren established. Fuck, and two great grandchildren. Yeah, dude, yeah. won. So yeah, you did, you know?
1: So that's all we'll say about it. Yes, uh, that—that's why. And uh, and rest in
0: peace, Dads. <laughs> So, now to get fun. Yeah. Inspired by you, I watched the Nicolas Cage Left Behind.
1: What a transition. Then,
0: inspired by that, (laughs) I watched all three of the Kirk Cameron Left (laughs) Behinds. I never thought I'd say this. Kirk Cameron, so much better. Yeah, yeah. Although now, when Christmas time runs around, we're going to have to do a show about Kirk Cameron surviving Christmas. Oh, certainly.
1: I don't know why we haven't done an entire uh, series on (laughs) dispensationalism. (laughs) The whole John Nelson Darby uh, series. Yeah. Google it. Um, it'll, um, it'll open your eyes.
0: The Nick Cage one, that was, my, Hope was like, why did he do this? I was like, man's got money troubles because, you know, when you own multiple castles and don't pay taxes, there's a problem. And this was a movie, he probably got all of his parts filmed for it in like three days.
1: Oh yeah, it was also filmed in Louisiana.
0: Uh, Okay, yeah,
1: where he stays most times, I understand. Well, because it's like the only the
0: the only reason I say three days is because he had multiple locations. Granted, ninety percent of the movie he's sitting in the plane, but he is at the house. He is, Mm -hmm. you know, in the car. He is in the, the airport. LaGuardia. Yeah. 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 I will say, um, Chad Michael Murray, (laughs) I made a statement when Chad Michael Murray's name came up in the credits. I was like, that is the date rapiest looking dude in the world. And Hope was like, I don't know. And then he showed up. She was like, kind of. Then he made a look and she was like, oh, Oh. God. Oh, man. (laughs) And then Hope made a whole lot of date rape jokes throughout the entire movie. Nice. (laughs) Like, wow. Go for it, Hope. Preach. Preach. Then the Kirk Cameron ones were just insufferable. Oh man. He does not seem like a fun dude to talk to at a party. He doesn't seem like a fun dude to talk to. Yeah, period. Anywhere. Any place. It seems like it's gonna be, hey, let me tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh joy.
1: Boy. Beliefs notwithstanding. Who I don't really care. But <laughs> yeah, he, I don't give a shit. I know plenty of believers that are fun people. Yeah.
0: He does not appear to <laughs> be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's weird is like the movies stopped right about the point where the story was beginning to sorta get interesting. Right. Not really. I mean, uh, heavy sorta on that one. Jesus Christ, those things were all over the place. Is Nikolai Carpathia? Nikolai Carpathia. (laughs) You realize there's like 15 of those books? Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Holy crap! Yes,
1: I do. They drug out that uh, particular book a lot. Yeah, the Bible a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: The Nicolas Cage one is weird because (laughs) the entirety of the Nicolas Cage movie was handled in about the first five minutes of the Kirk Cameron one. which makes you wonder, what's the plan here? Yeah, I don't know if there is one. That
1: dwarf was an asshole, though. Complete. And he was just kind of the catch-all. Yeah. All right, we have a Muslim, we have Uh, uh, this, that, and the other. Uh, Everything else... (laughs) <laughs> put it in the recycle folder yeah. <laughs> that, that is him That
0: little guy right there That angry dwarf Oh yeah That was uh,
1: <clears throat> You're a racist uh, You're also a uh,
0: Degenerate gambler Degenerate
1: gambler Possible drug user Woman Whatever You're that
0: Yeah you're everything You're so. everything that can be terrible um, Oh speaking of things that are terrible So I read a news story this very day About someone who was in a flea market I believe in Connecticut Like that Okay Saw a table that was selling things with a Confederate flag. Right. Also had some like Nazi memorabilia. Okay. Called 911. I'm sorry? Called 911. Okay. And the way it was written was great because the police, uh, it, like, I'll tell you where their quote ends. It's like, you know, the police was quoted saying, well, you know, there wasn't really an arrest that we could make because it was happening on private property. Close quotes. Not to mention the fact that no law had been broken. <laughs> Look, I don't own anything with a Confederate flag on it. I don't want to. It's whatever. Whatever. But motherfucker, how are you not getting arrested for calling 911? Because like, I was very uncomfortable. And I get it. Yeah, you can be very uncomfortable by that. It's sort of a weird fucking thing. Sure. But you being kind of uncomfortable does not constitute a crime. No, it really doesn't. It really fucking doesn't. And I get it. It's bad. That's our new bumper sticker. Yeah. You being uncomfortable does not constitute a crime. Yes. Sorry. Don't care what your parents told you. And yeah, I I get it. Bad and all that. But seriously, dude, that is like police having to come out and be the fucking bad guy. (laughs) Okay, sir. And then the dude probably was like, I'm not telling you shit. I'm not giving you my fucking ID. Leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. I can guarantee a guy with that shit's reaction was, get the fuck out. Of course. Yeah, fuck
1: you. Let's call the cops on Lemmy Kilmerster's one-bedroom apartment in L.A. Mm-hmm. Look at all this yeah. Nazi memorabilia. Certainly that means yeah. he must be a National Socialist. Yes.
0: Right. Or, I, I love his statement, know. if Israelis had the cooler uniforms, I'd have that. And that's like,
1: pretty much all that went into it. Yeah. Like, Sorry. Hey, way to go, Hugo Boss. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mr. Boss did a hell of a job <laughs> in steady. designing all
1: that stuff. They really are.
0: They're the you only... Can,
1: you, you know, it's not just the colors either, because, let's face it, yeah. Mussolini may have had a better-looking flag uh-huh. with a whole skull and dagger and Mino Fuego, but right. uh, those uniforms are a little draft. Yeah. A little Orwellian.
0: And it's one of those things where you look at it, and they, I'm sorry, they are the only uniforms that you can look at and go, that's a badass uniform. Are we the baddies? Uh, are we the baddies? That's a skull and crossbones. Even that would normally be displayed with the skin still on it. Have you ever seen a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how... It starts out where the bad guys do really well, and right. then the good guys come in, like, you know how the war started and we were doing really, really well? But then as it went on, started not doing as well? Yes. Have you ever seen a film? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, also, let's see here. Yeah, I went and saw, I've seen two movies in the theater since our last recording. Saw The Love and Mercy about Brian mm-hmm. Wilson. I, it is easy to forget how fucking badass that guy was. Yeah, sure. And then you sit and listen to Pet Sounds, and it's like, fuck. The layering on that album is goddamn brilliant. Yeah. And the way he assembles shit, I do not like throwing the word genius around at all. But if it does not apply to Brian Wilson in the realm of musicality, I don't know to whom it applies. Yeah. Because know, holy good. balls. And Who played uh,
1: Mike Love in that.
0: Uh, just some guy who some looked a guy. lot like Mike Love. That's good. Yeah. They, they did a
1: really good job with folks. real in brains them. behind the operation.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny because Mike Love was a guy who's like, okay, Pet Sounds. Yeah, it was great. They le- Only album we released didn't go gold. We've got to do something about this. Like, Mike Love was a guy who was like, this is a fucking business and yeah. we need to get our shit together. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mike Love is awesome. Yeah. Mike Love had his
0: fucking head on straight. Eyes on he the prize. Eyes. Yeah. He is awesome. <laughs> He's tuned in. This is what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, and Inside Out, yeah, that was a shockingly good movie. Really, yeah. That Where would was, you
1: put it in the Pixar realm?
0: It's up near the top. Really, I mean, it's hard for me to say because I just saw it. I mean, the, and that's the only reason I'm not saying it's the best thing they've ever done. Mm-hmm. It, it deals with some very adult themes because essentially it's a movie about you know it's o- it's okay to be sad. Right. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, yeah. And it's for that alone, I'm 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 blown away by how. Gutsy it was To do that Where yeah. it is The whole movie about It's like up Yeah somethi- Gives you
1: something To deal with That you have to deal yeah, With this exactly And so- deal with it Right off the bat Yeah
0: sometimes You need to be sad Yeah Sometimes you do yeah. It's re- Yeah As yes. you know At this moment Yes, yes. Um, oh, Also I have a new Ultimate Bob Dirks quote So um, we were out Having uh, Having we went out uh, on Father's Day, and I made steaks for him, and cool. Then we went back and I cooked some more steaks, and I, I hope and I just took care of business because I did my steak magic. nice. Um, and we brought Digby, and my mom said, you know, she' sitting because you know Digby was he didn't have a name when we found him. He wasn't surrendered. He was bit found on the streets. They had him long enough that they were able to that they took possession and neutered him. He was heartworm positive, didn't have a chip. I mean, so it, it, like no collar, no chip, not neuter, heartworm positive, right. and out on the streets. But it was obvious he still has little pink pads on his paws. Right. He still has fucking puppy pads on his paws. So he was obviously held somewhere. And my mom said, my dad's like, I, I can never understand somebody just leaving a dog. Somebody just, yeah. my mom said, I wish there was some way that, you know, the folks who used to own him knew that he was happy and everything's fine. And my dad goes, no, they don't fucking deserve to know. Abandon a dog you don't fucking have the right to know. <laughs> like, okay. holy shit. Okay, Bob. Like, Bob suddenly just like got into fight stands for Digby. Like,
1: I will kill you <laughs> with
0: a claw hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He suddenly, that fucking, that, that dog is precious <laughs> and adorable and you fucking abandon You fucking abandon him. It was beautiful. You goddamn oh, fucking motherfuckers. Oh, you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Also, so uh, the rest of these are little things that I've sort of noticed from watching stuff. Watch Chelsea Peretti's stand-up last night. It was really good. But she talked about the weirdness of guys sending dick pics. And Hope and I discussed this some. And I said, if I ever got an unsolicited pic of a woman's vagina, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be thrown. (sighs) And I realized, sending a dick pic, and I want every guy... So listen to this, especially if you're young and you've ever considered it. A dick pic is basically a hieroglyphic that translates to, hey, bitch, I want to have an angry conversation with you later. Pretty much. That is exactly what it means. Hey, bitch, I want you to be really creeped out and mad at me. Yeah. (laughs) I think that is the only true fucking translation for it. Ew. Mm Mm-hmm. Indeed, you just what you know, it's not you. This fucking no, this is very good, shit. Very but good. yeah, try not to gulp it down yeah. all at once. Don't send a picture of your penis unless it has been specifically requested. And if it's been specifically requested, unless she's <sighs> I don't know deployed in Afghanistan, you got Even somebody then, really. weird going on there because women aren't like and
1: just, and, 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 to your point. Yeah. I really don't want just a um. Just a straight muff shot by itself. No. It's no. really kind of like an out of context. It's just, I'm not getting yeah. everything else in the song. I'm, I'm yeah. getting one line from the verse. I need, right. I need the whole thing.
0: Give me, give me yeah. a full
1: frontal shot if exactly. you're going to send that yeah. to me, honey.
0: Yeah. Not just that. That's like sending me, it's always a mystery. And yeah. only that part on loop. Right. Hmm. It makes no sense. Yeah. makes no sense. Um also, from a guy we were, I was listening to uh, Todd Glass's stand-up made the best point. Speaking of Digby and Dick Pics, yes, you have. He's like, when you are alone by yourself with a puppy, that's who you are. When no <laughs> one else is around, that is how much love you are. Somebody hands you a puppy, and there's no one else around. That oh my god, or a baby, you know? Because I wish you could just walk up to a stranger with a newborn baby, like, hey, I'm sorry, I know. Um, can I just bite your baby's leg? I'm not going to use my teeth or anything, but it's because everyone sees a baby. It's like, oh, you're so chubby. Chimp- I just want to bite your arms. <laughs> when you're alone with a puppy, that is how much love you are capable of. And wow. that's why Hope said, that's why anybody who hurts a puppy just deserves to die because there's something wrong fundamentally with that. Yeah,
1: there's some, there's something. Uh, some wires cross somewhere.
0: Because I've seen you with your dogs, but I wager that that is a demure... Controlled oh, fuck, compared to is. when you're just with them, you're like, oh my god! I like, yeah, I'm like,
2: jump, 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 jump,
1: and I'm wrestling with my fat little <laughs> rat terrier. Yeah, yeah,
0: yes. that is how much love you, as of a human being, are capable of. I'm capable and of a lot of love. If you don't know how much love you're capable of, be alone with an adorable puppy for ten minutes, and you will know. How much love you are, and if you're somebody's like, "Oh, it's a puppy. Who cares?" I don't care. Oh, you are a Disney villain. <laughs> yeah. You are a fucking Disney villain. Oh,
1: hallelujah, Jafar.
0: <laughs> um, two things, too t- related to TV, and then one that's just an observation I had this week. Uh, one, there's some movie ad. I don't even know what it is, but there's some girl in it, like twenty, twenty-two year old. Is mm. like. Sometimes life is just a thing, and I want to make a movie where the 22-year-olds start, you know how there are all those things with the 18, there's just a point where life kicks you in the ass, and blah, 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 you know those movies, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And I want them to, to issue that, just to have someone look like at you, go, hur, hur, you're 22, right? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sh- no, you don't Damn. know anything no. at all. That's what my favorite moment from the Mindy Project, the show The Mindy Project, mm-hmm. she starts dating Tim Daly who plays like a father of this patient of hers. She's a gynecologist right. and she like, he he's a single father and he, you know, she's sort of helping the daughter out and he's upset with her over contraceptive stuff. Cause he, she's a fucking OBGYN and doing her goddamn job. Right. But, um, Tim Daly, older guy, and they go out a few times and then she breaks up with them and she goes, and I just want you to know that you're going to, Oh no, 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 I'm good. And gets up and walks off. <laughs> she's like, she's uh, like yes. you know, I'm looking for guys. She goes, Oh, I'm not a guy. I'm a man. And that's it. Uh, no, 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 I'm good. That moment, I was like, pretty much. Have that. Sometimes life, shh. No. It's from waiting when the dishwasher starts lecturing the angry woman. She goes, that's great. You know what you could also do is wash the fucking dishes. Right. Asshole. Like,
1: yes. <laughs> yes. That is needed. Also, At that point when you're a kid and you're going off, I think I've mentioned this before, but what the fuck? Mm-hmm. There's a point when you're a teenager, <laughs> young 20s, and you go back to see your family. Maybe it's a family reunion or a gathering, and you're pontificating about something you think you know about at that point everything you think you know about everything yeah and uh blah 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 maybe some people in your family a little close to your age are shaking their head knowingly and smiling and, or uh-huh. maybe some of your age are agreeing with you and yeah throwing in their two cents and across the way yeah there's the patriarch of the family mm-hmm. and the older people among them all yeah. sipping uh kissing their whiskey and staring and just smiling not broadly, right. not making fun of you. Just right. a, uh, just a I've been knowing yeah. smile across yeah. their lips.
0: Uh, we've pulled the steak off the fire and now we need to let it rest for and ten just, minutes. Uh,
1: behind that smile yeah. is the following statement. That person doesn't know anything about anything but their mind and they'll, they'll figure it out eventually. Yes, That's yes. what someone who loves you says. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are not smiling. We're Mm -hmm. just sipping our drinks and thinking, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't. So the guy who wrote uh, Go the Fuck to Sleep wrote this article, this long article a friend of mine posted and uh, sort of a liberal friend of mine. Okay. And the going off on this motherfucker was great where basically it was like, I just, you know, I can't date someone who doesn't have the same feelings on white privilege that I do. Yes. And it's this long thing about, like, I'm really good at arguing. Here's the thing. To <laughs> me, I felt a while back like I hit the pinnacle of growing up because I realized that I don't need to be right in oh, your yeah. eyes. Absolutely. The minute that you're like, oh, I could argue this, but why? Yeah,
1: it's the Mycroft Holmes level. Yeah. you like, like, no, I know I'm like, right and yeah, it's fine.
0: I'm fine. You feel and you And you,
1: across the room who I've been having a conversation with about something else, yeah. they never know my feelings
0: on this subject. Yeah, because it's not that important to me. But no. if you're... It was like somebody wrote Andrew W.K. This thing where it was like, my dad and I, we just can't see an eye because he is delib- he's so conservative and disagrees, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, during... And Andrew W.K.'s response mm. was, you never referred to your father as a person. Yeah. You never thought about the fact that he loves you and you never said that you loved him. You know what? That's kind of the problem here. And it was this beautiful response where it's like, I'm going to get over it. Here's the thing. I was talking with a, a friend of mine from work. We went to the beer market the other night, and we had some drinks, and we were on different pages politically. And I said, here's the thing. I will not have a conversation with somebody about a political issue unless I can explain their point of view to them in a way that they would agree with. And I can, they can explain mine to me in a way I would agree with. And we were talking about the gay wedding cake thing. And I was like, yeah. look, I know your point is that, yeah, they should have the right, but it's unfair because it's this. And I explained He was like, yeah. He goes, I totally agree with that. but And, and he and I totally see your point of view. And, and he yeah. was like, I don't really know how we can argue. I said, no, we can't argue. We can sit here and discuss and figure out, hey, what, what's, what's a beneficial way of doing this? And that's the problem. Forget being fucking right. It's not about Let winning. Let it goddamn yeah. go. Um, and, yeah, that will... help you with maturity yeah you
1: don't need to win and these things ultimately don't matter yeah i mean in dealing with the person in front of you yeah yeah trying to solve society's ills or or lack their whatever whatever the case may be none of this has anything to do with the people in your life immediately around you
0: yes exactly so
1: don't Fucking oh. just add static to your yeah thought process. Fucking let it go. That gets in the way of that relationship mm. at any level because it's just bullshit. Yeah, and yeah. all of this. There's a MTV documentary. I thought th- <laughs> about the face- yes. Facebook post about. Uh, it's called White People. Yeah, White People. Yeah.
2: What? What?
0: Yeah.
1: And there are people crying and and you you have to address your privilege to understand race. I believe the the. Um, Vargas, Jose Vargas, a director and writer of this thing, on Twitter put out a, a, uh, a tweet saying, uh, see the film before you make a judgment. It's impossible to talk about race in this country without addressing white privilege. Okay. Okay. Why did you make this movie? Yes. Why, are, why is this film being made? Are you honestly concerned about this specter of white privilege or... Um, white people not understanding what other people that share their lack of melanin in their uh, skin color did or may not have done in the past. Mm -hmm. Because it seems to me, this seems like a a, a well-funded troll. Oh, absolutely. How can I get you to feel one way about something that is a complete and utter construct? Yeah. Because if you... It had to be a movie, I think it described itself as um, talking to young people about how they feel about their whiteness. Because it wouldn't be a very good film if it said confronting grown-ass white people about how they feel about it. Right. Because it would be a very different film. Yes, it would. If he were to approach the 15-year-old who doesn't know how to feel about whatever Uh and starts crying about however many ills are laid out in front of him. Yeah. As opposed to us. Yeah, because... How do you feel about uh, uh, the Shoah? Um I'm, sp- I'm sorry it happened. It's terrible. I'm, excuse me, I'm not sorry it yeah. happened. I have anything to do with it. I, yeah. It's a terrible tragedy that yeah. it happened at all. And the only people that should feel guilty about it is not Germany. Yeah. Not Germans. But members of the National Socialist Workers Party yeah. that had a hand in it. And that's
0: it. And, and the and everyone is cuz here's the thing like I as I've gotten older I've be, I do understand yeah there is some privilege to be in white. Watch watch a fucking comparison video between a white person open carrying and a black person open carrying yeah. and it will be slapped in your face. Sure. And but how things, are you going to emotionally exactly, react to that? Exactly. Yeah. And to me it is not just I I admit that it's there and I fucking stand against it entirely but for me sitting there going i should feel guilty because of no i, I don't I, I don't i'm sorry i i think yes it, it's awful and i don't do anything to perpetuate or push it on any like as no. i said a, somebody who is non-ironically flying a confederate flag that's a big sign for me to go hey you're not someone i want to hang out with yeah they're doing you a favor i'm okay with that you're a bad person
1: Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, may- yeah, maybe. he just has not all the information.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, yes, yes. I, I you check know. my statement. Then. You know, I know people yeah. like
1: that. Doesn't there reason I bring that proviso right. up? And, yeah, yeah. And I have friends and, like they're, <laughs> you know, Facebooking that flag boy. Yeah. like, Okay, man, look.
0: It's like just it, it, like <laughs> there, there is a history here that I mean, just admit that it's there and be like, there. no, and no, there's no, nothing like, we can
1: fucking do about it. Yeah, it's there. And I'm not going to feel sorry about it. I don't care yeah. how you feel about it or you're trying to reconstruct some sort yeah. of fucking villainy on me that right. I had nothing to do with. Uh-huh. Nothing at all. And my family's been here since before the uh, Revolutionary War. right? So there's a very good chance they had a hand in it's any and all of, of it. Yeah. Evil. Yes. In inverted commas that happened to any other group. Yes. You know how I feel about it? This is delicious scotch. It is.
0: It is. Because
1: I didn't fuck all to do with it. (laughs) Exactly. My boot is not on your neck. Nope. Therefore, I am not your enemy.
0: Yeah. I'm not your enemy. I'm not saying that you don't have a problem or that it hasn't been unfair or awful to you, but Mm. I'm not the one who's making it happen. Mm -mm. So now, drink-wise, we have finished our scotch, and we have (sighs) a Strangeland Brewery Small Batch Reserve (sighs) Athelbro's Scotch Ale brewed with honey, oats, whiskey, and oak Mm. from Austin, Texas, handcrafted. And it is probably going to be smoky and sweet at the same time. Let's see. Okay, is it weird that I got no taste? Literally, I did not taste anything well, on that. I just
1: finished off that delicious scotch, and they're having a war right now.
0: Yeah, hold on. I'm going to get Water. <laughs> yeah. Water. snacks and water
1: in my fridge back here now. <laughs> ah. All right. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> have some. Oh, yes, have while some. we're doing this, um there is a thing, a Netflix series I've not watched and hope won't watch, but I'm going to watch because it's called Scrotal Recall. Oh yes. Scrotal Recall. It's going to be awful. <laughs> Not what I expected. Is it sweet and smoky? Sweeter than I thought. Yeah, a little sweet. I'm still not getting a whole lot of flavor, so I'm going to just keep... Hopefully by the end I will. Who knows? So, yeah, okay. Squirtle It Ridge. is delicious boot-shaped glass. It is. Das Boot. Das, <laughs> mie- das Kleine Boot. Um, the small boot, Fascist. for those who don't know. I know. Terrible. Gerhard A. <laughs> mm. um, so, I... Squirtle <laughs> The... The only reason I bring up scrotal recall is because every time I see it on on the Netflix screen where I'm scrolling through, I go, scrotal recall, and Hope goes, yeah. (laughs) Apparently, it's very good. Okay, cool. Well, all right. I uh, also had a realization this week, because I was thinking back about, you know, past relationships with everything, and I found out the worst type of breakup you can have. And it's going to sound weird at first, but I think you'll agree with me. Okay. It's the no-fault breakup. It's the one where you realize both of you were kinda wrong. Uh-huh. Oh, the fizzle out. Yeah. No. And then you just okay, we're done, we're tapping out. because when you break up with someone, at least at first you have that, that fucking bitch. I uh, uh, can't fucking believe she did that. Or right. yeah, man, I was an asshole. I did this and that. But it's like, yeah, we just it's so anticlimactic. Yeah. It's like reaching the end of the movie where the two guys have the guns on each other and they're like, hold on a second. We can just split the treasure. Wait. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. We fucking can. Let's do it. I'll take this. To you. Bye. 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 Granted, which that's kind of how Kelly's Heroes ended, but yes. it was done so beautifully in that that it's like okay, okay yeah, that's good. But this is like, think about it, because I've got I've had one breakup that the more I think about it, that was totally both of us were like no this just stuck it in well. No matter how we look at this, we kind of just need to say, we're we're done here, or <laughs> it's going to get ugly. Okay, you walk away, and part of me wants to be like, that bitch. No, I was an asshole. She was a bitch. I was an asshole. And it's yeah. because we were totally not happy to... We were friends who could hang out and have a good time, but we made the mistake of realizing we really like to do it. Right. It, you
1: know? Right, right. Basketball. Yeah.
0: And... <laughs> That got into it, and it confused the whole thing, which uh, is why yeah. friends with benefits don't fucking work. Not, and it uh, into, not well, long-term. we can't just go back to hanging out and going to movies uh-uh. because each of us are kind of horny all the time. So it'd be like, i oh, always just watch this. Hey, you know what we could do? We could go here and do this or we could just go have sex. Yeah. And that doesn't go away. I'm sorry. Anyone no. who thinks that you can have a friend with benefits and then suddenly be like, now we're just going to hang out and not have sex. It doesn't. <laughs> it does
1: not work. It just doesn't. It is
2: fucking horrifying. Even if fact. it's
1: years since you've seen each
2: other.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: Years. Yeah. And well, you just kind of run across well, each other, or,
0: with the one of which I'm speaking.
1: Oh my God, it's you know you probably haven't thought of each other mm. in now you know a decade, yeah, a t- decade or two. Uh-huh. Run across each other, and like, hi, well, how you doing? How you doing? And
0: then immediately. You no, know, if you're
1: thinking what if you're thinking, yeah, I used to have sex with her, and she's thinking, yeah, I used to have sex with her. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening right now as we're talking about. Yes. Also, where your kids uh-huh. go to
0: school. because well, we're what, at that age. What was funny was the person of which I'm speaking of. We had the the complicated relationship. Then we did not speak to each other for a year. Then we somehow, for whatever reason, got back in touch. I don't remember what caused it, but we got back in touch. Mm-hmm. And. Um, <laughs> We hung out one night, and it was a weird, awkward. We watched a movie, and that was mm-hmm. it. Then like a few days later, I get a drunk phone call, and we're talking. She's like, hey, you remember the other night when we when I came over and I watched that movie, and all I wanted to do was have sex with you? And I was like, so what are you doing later? She was like, I'm not doing anything, but I'd really like to have sex with you. I was like, okay. Okay, then. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's how that shit happens. Yeah. And it's not going away ever. And then when you meet their new boyfriend or girlfriend that Ugh. they like so much, you're gonna be like, I used to fuck. This. <laughs> used so uh, fucked so so Yeah, yeah. And sorry, that does not go away. And it's on both sides. It's not just men. The women will be like Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My milkshake. Is popping. You don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's just this weird fucking thing. It's not good. So yeah, the no fault breakup is the worst goddamn thing ever because there's that you'll see each other again and be like, well, there was no real animosity when we broke up, so everything should be fine. Anna Moss is she all green and mossy? Mossy? <laughs> fucking there Jack no, like
1: smoke that ass, dude. Okay, the
0: the brink. You got to watch it. It is Jack Black at it, at Jack perfect levels. Fucking perfect levels. Good. It's great. <laughs> smoke that. <laughs> uh.
1: I uh, I dated a girl And um, we went to this apartment mm-hmm. In the city she lived in At the time Ooh. And um, This is someone, getting better Talked mm-hmm. to some people Went to this apartment A little apartment party Or whatever mm-hmm. We were like Stop by there To go somewhere else Yeah And uh, this is this person This is this person This is this person I met all these guys mm-hmm. Like three or four guys And I realized At some point later on she dated all these dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why it was so awkward. Because they're looking yeah. at me like, because I'm the new guy, right? Yeah. I'm that, I'm the boyfriend. Yeah. Am,
0: well, here's um, the thing where you and I have a decision. And I am
1: wildly different than the guys in this yeah. room. You know, like, I'm Mongo, and these three fuckers are having to move a couch.
0: I'm sorry. I'm
1: not trying to size shame anyone. Yeah. But these motherfuckers had cigarettes for arms.
0: Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, is you and I have this odd advantage in that, where I don't know. you're, You're scary big. I am... Village. What the fuck ever, dude! You're like, yeah. the, you know, goddamn storm giant. I'm village destroying monster, oh, big. No. So I literally, as I've joked, bef- I've joked with people before. I am. I've literally never been in a fight in my life, but I could walk into a bar and walk up to eighty percent of the guys there and be like, "I'm going to take your beer," and they'd go, "Yes, you are." It's. I am. I am fucking terrified. You are scary, big. I'm nightmare te- nightmare invoking, terrifying, big. Like, Ryan came over. It's funny, because he works, lifts a lot. When Ryan did the show, this. And I showed him some of the weights he got. He's like, he's big. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's weird. I've got all this. Like, If I could look like Schwarzenegger, but not be able to lift a five-pound weight, I'd take it. Because he, he's big, but it's not like <laughs> no way. big. But he, he, I, I handed him one of the things. He's <laughs> right. like, one of my kettle, one of my, uh, one of my, the, like, that 15-pound, Purpose. the big uh, club bell. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't know if I could curl this. And he curled it twice. And I grabbed it. Like, yeah. Boom, boom. And it started just like. Curling the fuck, and I realize I'm not shredded, but I've got the fucking giant strength. You have to have functional strength. The rest of yeah. it is all vanity. I'm going to nothing sho- wrong
1: with vanity. I'm going to show you nothing with my club
0: when we're done recording. Before we start watching stuff and drinking for real, I'm going to show you with my club belt. I've got the with my uh, steel maces. Mm. I've got this amazing rowing workout that I do. Oh, it's so badass! Yep. Awesome. By the by, I did a gladiator, a uh, uh, barbarian squats where mm. I held the. St-
1: those will wake you up.
0: three three sets of uh, three sets of ten, and I for four days was like my legs hurt and I want to die. Yeah. Uh, so, this week we are doing what I call the Clarkson special. How old is Sam?
1: He is forty nine years old. Forty nine.
0: So he is eleven years older than you. No,
1: he's about ten.
0: 10, 10 years older than you. And the reason I say that is a Clarkson special. This is about sequels that took a long time before they Indeed, occurred. I am one. And you are my favorite sequel that took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> took, a, took a very long time. But the, the difference there is, sequels are rarely a surprise. The filmmakers don't wake up was. and go, hold on, I... we made a movie
1: we were unaware of. These filmmakers got together one night and said, let's drink this entire <laughs> bottle of Lancer's wine. <laughs> Maybe another one. Yeah, and then they and, had... then, and then there was Airplane Two.
0: <laughs> actually, it's. Uh, have you seen the preview for uh, Ash versus the Evil Dad? Oh yeah,
1: I kind of looks fantastic. Great, yes, of it course.
0: looks amazing.
1: I need some, you know what I need right now is cardio. <laughs> my heart's, going, my heart's. Jack <laughs> Cameron like a football player on prom night. <laughs>
0: Before ah. we get going, actually, there's two other previews we have to talk about. First. Batman, Superman.
1: <laughs> oh, I see.
0: I am a hundred percent in favor of Affleck and Eisenberg. As a, Affleck on the phone, running towards the building as it falls. It was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, they just explained Batman a hundred. Jeremy fucking Irons is Alfred. Yep. <laughs> Fuck! I'm in love with this thing right now. Yeah. The red capes are coming. Coming coming.
1: and that's a very different take on Lex.
0: Yeah, Lex as
1: fucking crazy.
0: Oh god, damn, Eisenberg fucking smoked that ass.
1: That was the one thing I was worried about after I had read everything uh, up until this trailer premiered. (laughs) This Uh, is a good Eisenberg could really queer the deal. Yeah, Um, I like Eisenberg, but uh, it will work out. Apparently, he does. He's not you know bald because he's bald. He winds up shaving his head because he's going to war or whatever. (laughs)
0: Fucking A. or some shit like that. <clears throat> the preview though, that whole like how he is having to prove himself oh like I'm saving to prove my fucking self. Yeah. Over but goddamn <laughs> Diane Lane, who I don't care how old they try and make her look. <laughs> God so beautiful damn. That that's one of those no, no, no. Humans are not all the fucking yeah. same. <laughs> be their angel,
1: be yeah. their be their monument, be none of it. You don't, you don't this uh, world never owed you any you, you know nev- this world this thing a thing, Clark. You never
0: did. Oh by oh the dear. by speaking with that, have you heard who the new Aunt May is gonna be? Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Who again, fucking hot. I don't care what they do. She is she's goddamn gorgeous.
1: Yeah, man. Watch sorry, it, watch the wrestler.
0: Yeah, watch what? the wrestler. My cousin Vinny, half that movie, I was just like, uh, it's like watching career opportunities. If, oh, Jesus. If, if, I don't care how old you are, if Jennifer Connolly in in that, or Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny doesn't provoke a reaction, then congratulations. You are a homosexual mm-hmm. and fucking smoke that ass. Yeah, get Go out for it. it. Fucking knock down the closet door, mm-hmm. light a bonfire from it, and signal the other gays in your area and form a fucking group and come have a beer with us. Right. You do that. Yeah. Um,. And did you see the Star Wars footage? No. Oh, my God.
1: I haven't seen a bit of it. The
0: reel is amazing. There's a shot of Princess Leia. She looks great. They show Han Solo sitting down behind the control panel of the Millennium Falcon. Mm -hmm. The bad guys look amazing. All of it. The whole thing Looks so goddamn great. And the beauty of it was they were highlighting the beginning of it is just a bunch of slates being clacked in front of the camera. And then the camera rack just refocusing on the physical set. And nice. then they showed all of the physical creatures they are creating for it because they're like, we are using physical yeah. effects in everything. It looks so good. A dude dressed as a stormtrooper, mask off, thing on his head. He goes, I can die now. <laughs> I can forget it." And like the young guy who was in Attack the Block, who's in, he's like, I'm sitting here working with all these legends and all these people who are someday going to be legends because of this. Yeah. Mark Hamill, he's like, oh, it's great. Nothing has changed. Everything has changed, but nothing has changed. Yeah.
1: Like. I, am I love that we had to go through this CG <laughs> cyclone
0: to yeah. get back to... It's called the George Artists Lucas... Street, you know? So This is one where it's like, hey, guys, <sighs> we could have done this with one slide. George Lucas wasn't allowed on set. <laughs> <laughs> we gave George... We said, George, okay, we will buy all of the Star Wars from you for $3 billion. Okay, but I want some creative control. No. We'll give you another billion dollars if you give up... All creative control. Just stop. Okay. Okay, boom. Another. And let me tell you, it will be worth the billion dollars to not have him involved.
1: Yeah, we don't... We don't <laughs>
2: we're
1: don't. we all very appreciative of what you've done. Yes. No one else could have done what you did. Now but the same can be said for the last thing you've done. Yeah. No one else could have done that. No, no one
0: else... No one else should have. Would have. have. And Could have, woulda, da-da, blah, 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 blah. So
1: we have to write uh, the ship. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much.
0: Yes. Th- thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Now, part of the reason I'm pointing that out is show because... Show the cake around. <laughs> it, show, sh- make sure everyone sees the cake before you cut it. it we have technically... Okay, from 1983 to 1999, Star Wars to Phantom Menace. But here's the thing. Prequel. From movie to sequel, 1983 to 2000. 15 yeah, and we are finally getting a sequel and again now here's the thing this i think brings up the best and worst of delayed sequels this new one has all this amazing promise of it's going to be beautiful it's going to be everything we want and we're thinking that because they went with the worst instincts of the delayed sequel going with the prequels yeah uh, people are just going to see it. because uh, They forget. They lose track of it. Uh, I forget who it was that said, you can't be a punk if you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You can't. And this right here would literally be John Lydon trying to write and record Nevermind the Bollocks Yeah. right now. It yeah. wouldn't happen. You would not get Anarchy in the UK. You wouldn't get any no. of that because it's not the angry young man doing it. That's why I'm sorry. If you look at it, there's a point in every musician's career where they hit now. that's like, okay, they should fucking walk away. They should just goddamn walk away. Like, uh, I, I will use you too. I know you're not a fan, no. but I will speak as a U2, as someone who appreciates you two And is a fan of a lot of their stuff. Right. Like they so hard killed it with Joshua tree. Right. And then Rattling Hum was okay. albeit a bit arrogant. Um, And then from there, it was very shaky. Octone Baby had some good shit, but it was losing it. And then they totally lost it up to the point that this, uh, uh, the one that they gave away for free is unlistenable. (laughs) But from what I understand, the concert that they did behind it, they, they had this huge setup where it's like the stage in the front. And the whole floor is open seating. And somebody wrote a review like everybody rushed to the front of the stage and got very disappointed because it was a stage with this long stage down the middle to a small stage on the other end. And they're like, mm. with the exception of the drummer for most of it, they were never in the front part of the stage. And they did the shit as though they were showing the evolution of the band. Right. And so they're getting it and they're saying, our albums might not be there, but we're going to give you the live show.
1: And that's the story with a lot of those bands.
0: It, and so long as a band's able... Because, I'll be honest, do you have... I, I'll put this. Iron Maiden's coming out with a new album. Do you mm-hmm. have any interest in buying it? Not necessarily. Iron Maiden is coming in concert, and I, I can get us front row tickets for 50 bucks. Are you interested in going? Yes. Okay, there it is. Because... Maiden still brings the fucking thunder live.
1: The <clears throat> These bands from back in the day where record sales were... Um, the one hand of the two hands that yes. made the money. Yes. Live uh-huh. shows were always where the money was at, yeah. but record sales, of course, were always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, since everything is free. streamable <laughs> and free and everything, the <laughs> only place that musicians, performers, excuse yeah. me, musicians performers. need to be performers and bring it is live. That's uh-huh. the only place where you can differentiate yourself from just some piece of digital information. Yes. Something that can't be recreated, can't be just thrown out on Spotify or whatever. Nothing Uh against Spotify at all. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only place where you're going to see something you can't see anywhere else that everyone can't stream at the same time.
0: This reminds me. Did you see the Jimmy Fallon YouTube busking video? Yes. Okay, whatever. You could hate YouTube vehemently, that earned them some point. Because it's oh, like, yeah, it's wait, they, they went down, they did nothing, they they played some whatever, and then took all the shit off and played, still haven't found what I'm looking for, Angel of Harlem, and all these people on the subway are like, what? Yeah. That and, and a woman is standing there doing a selfie, and Bono's like, no, 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 no. Takes his like, fucking look at what's in front of you. Yeah. And that's a thing that is missed with the, the live performances. People think, oh yeah, I saw some YouTube videos. No, that's why I'm upset that the time I got you Flogging Molly tickets, you had that shit happen, you weren't able to go, because I've seen Flogging Molly five times, best goddamn band ever, and if you think you like Flogging Molly, until you've seen them live, you're just not in it. No, I understand. I mean, and that's the thing, like, Star Wars started out as that punk shit where you felt like... Fuck yeah, this is the sex pistols getting a number one hit. Yeah. This is, you know, that this is bowling for soup being nationally regulated. This is like when everyone talks about, oh yeah, I have kids in my class who are like, my mom loves uh Blue October and she's paid to see him at this and that. I was like, (laughs) first time I saw Blue October, it was in a venue about the size of this classroom, and I got in for free. And they were like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, and I realize, oh my God, I'm the old guy with the cool stories that they want to hear now. That's
1: the only place if you're in a band now. Mm-hmm. The liked sure, the only hope you have of making any real impact is putting on a hell of a performance. It's the the days of just there staring at your shoes, '90s mm. kind of, you know. Deconstructed, we don't really care, we're yeah. over this bullshit. Well, like, it's not gonna work. You actually have to. That's be- why King Diamond was a huge hit yeah. at uh, Fun 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 Fest well, because kids want to fucking, they can get anything, any record, yeah. they can get with the click of the fingers for free on their phone. Yeah. Anywhere on the planet, yeah. basically.
0: Yeah. Yep. They can't right now, get, you can get it.
1: You can't get an a uh, King Diamond experience. Well, this
0: is why I am a huge fan of of what I call the gospel according to Gene Simmons. And the gospel according to Gene Simmons is this. If you pay $5 for a ticket, you're going to feel as though you got $10 worth of show out of it. Mm-hmm. If you pay $500 for a ticket, you're going to feel like you got $750 worth of show out of right. it. Whatever you do. And that is the genius of Gene Simmons. You want to know why it's a Kiss Army? Yeah. Yeah. Who will fucking Henry Rollins bits on the Kiss Army is the greatest fucking thing ever. What? What? Yeah. You want to protect America? Have Gene send out a thing going, hey, man, some people are trying to invade America. You will have the methiest (sighs) fucking lunatic showing up. Pretty much. Gene Simmons' idea was no matter what a dick I am anywhere, you are a fan who paid for my show. You're getting a show. Yeah. And the more you love it. Like, okay, when we saw Flogging Molly live. So the first time I was going to see Flogging Molly live, there was this huge rainstorm that flooded downtown Austin. They had right. to cancel. Then I, uh, they were coming back, and my roommate, smilingly Lee Shipman, and Andy Collins, the Irishest house ever, right. uh, Flogging Molly was coming. I was like, guys, you got to go see them with me. They're playing at La Zona Rosa. Their new album, Drunken Lullabies, came out last <laughs> week. I wrote the first Amazon review of it, right. and right. it's amazing. And they were like, "Yeah, we don't really want to go." So I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm going alone." Right. My friend's band was gonna play that night, but their drummer broke his foot. And Amber, Dan, all these guys are like, hey, uh, "So what are you doing tonight? You're not coming to show?" I was like, "I'm going to see Flogging Molly at Zona Rosa." They said, "Fuck it, you you think they're good? Yeah, we'll go check it out." We stood near the back. My friend Amber. They started playing, and she got this ear to ear smile on her face that did not leave her mouth the entire show. And from that minute on, they were. Diehard Flogging Molly fans. Oh, yeah. She pregnant went to one of the shows with us. Into it. A show, uh, somebody who gives you that. Yeah. Gives you that I didn't energy.
1: Know, I didn't know that band from a fucking can of paint until I mm-hmm. was abducted one of those times to yeah. uh, go to Pflugerville, your house. Yeah. To, uh, Heard this band?
0: No. No? Okay, we're going to listen to it. And you I'll were like, this. Oh. I'm like, okay. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa <hop>. What happened? What <laughs> happened? I did get a real <laughs> wet wagon. <laughs> they are so goddamn oh, good, amazing. And that's the thing is that's what Star Wars did. Mm-hmm. It was at a yeah. time when you were used to spending whatever on a movie and getting. Oh uh, yeah, that George Lucas gave you this massive, original, sh- shockingly beautiful film. <laughs> right, and especially at that time. Hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. during that time in films where it was anti-hero, everything was kind of... Yeah, Everything was sort of shoegaze. Yeah, yeah. You know, just everyone's kind of beat down and Uh representative of what was going on in the country. Just kind of a down... Right. Downturn. Uh Dark, gritty. Everything was gritty Mm -hmm. and realistic, and there wasn't any good or bad. It was just shades of gray. And here comes this space opera Uh with white, black no in between yeah except maybe Han Solo but not yeah. really and
0: mm, go yeah yeah
1: and big fucking
0: deal to give you an idea and here's the thing about it
1: created the summer blockbuster yeah
0: it really did people can say what they will about Jaws mm-hmm. but I mean Jaws did not have because like, there is something beautiful about when a movie starts and it hits you in the face with something as how coconuts get water in them you're right God damn it, I hate ads. When it hits you like this.
1: Oh, you're all thinking scrolling things in your eyes right now. Yeah. I think my scrolling script is going pretty.
0: Exactly. Your eyes. And what's great is that <coughs> BAM when the star starts moving yeah. back from the camera, that alone uh. was like a fucking declaration. <clears throat> and then we went so long without that and trying to grab it and trying to grab it. And I think when Force Awakens erupts. Oh, what did when, it, when the that original hits,
1: trailer when you're doing all the little things, little things, uh, and all of a sudden the millennium Falcon busts out to the music?
0: Oh God, yeah. <gasps> I sent Hope that and she I, I went I was at work, I saw it and I texted it to Hope, texted the link to Hope, and she replied, Chewy. Yeah. We're home. Yeah. She's at that moment, yeah. and that was something where on that day the world went. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, a fucking hot, a, a fucking hot yeah, It's of a to people lost as, their as goddamn well goddamn as well. Life. You should because yeah. that is everything, and a good delayed sequel sucks you back into that world in a way. Like I never felt like the prequels pulled me back into that world in that intoxicatingly hypnotic Mm -hmm. way where you would fully lose yourself. Like, if those prequels had hit without the benefit of the early ones, Mm -hmm. those would have flopped. They would have fucking died. I agree. Watch the Red Letter Media reviews of the prequels. Yeah, yeah. They are so goddamn good. Pluckett's reviews Mm -hmm. of the, uh, the... Star Trek episode one, The Phantom Menace, is the biggest disappointment since my son. But unlike my son, this movie won't kill itself in the bathroom of a gas station. <laughs> They're here forever. Yeah, it's it, it, there's utter disappointment. Yeah. But and
1: as much as speaking of that music, yeah, um, as much as I said, it's very important that for Man of Steel they had to abandon John Williams' score yeah, and do all that yeah. and reestablish themselves as a, a new entity, right? Allow allow me a little fanboy fantasy where we go through this new movie, Batman versus Superman, whatever. Uh-huh. Day versus night, black <laughs> versus blue, blah, blah, blah. And, Human
0: uh, versus demigod who will punch his head into bat salsa. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Hashtag bat salsa. <laughs> uh, we go through all of the uh, uh-huh. act one, act two. And then the... the uh, main villain or major um, existential threat Uh of the film shows up in Act 3. And you, you know, Wonder Woman's unconscious, Batman, of course, is bat salsa or close to bat salsa. (laughs) And out of the fucking rubble, Uh, Henry Cavill... uh, Just
2: just imagine! (laughs) Oh,
1: I mean. I'm hovering over Metropolis
0: with that, you gonna get fucked. Look in his I eyes. I will break your neck. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the first movie? This bit right here, the best use of that is in the Secretariat video, <laughs> where he's just kind of going, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm Secretariat! <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> So here's how I feel about that. I did not see all of the Lone Ranger movie. Did you? The new one? Yeah. The Johnny Depp one. Okay. The only thing that will make me watch it, and I want somebody who's seen it to reply in some way to this show, do they use the Williams hell overture?
1: Surely, because it's, if, it's f- free. If they don't,
0: I have literally zero interest in ever seeing it. They've got it. to, because the Lone Ranger is, was, and ever will be. Right. You know, the fucking William Tell Overture, which I, know. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the the tune just left my mind for some reason.
1: William Tell Overture.
0: Yeah. How did dun, he dun, dun, write that yeah. without knowing westerns would exist? Because that is the perfect he invented the western. Yeah, that music. Somebody listening to that goes, you know, what would go good with this? A cowboy picture, because that that music screams fucking cowboy. No, just imagine the,
1: the guy running down the halls of the studio when yeah. they were doing uh, Lone Ranger films. What are hey, we gonna do for music? Listen to this. Just, just <laughs> running with like you know yeah. sheet music in his hand, running room uh-huh. to room. Where's oh. the director? Where's the director? Have you heard the William Tell Overture?
0: Speaking of that, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, excuse me, it. It. radio
1: it. dramas, not the film.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, have you heard the uh, the Yo-Yo Ma Ennio Morricone recordings? Mm-mm. Okay. This is Yo-Yo Ma, and we're just gonna get. get we know what the show's about, but you know what this show's about, so. Oh, that's nice. And if you don't appreciate this music, find something else to do for the next four minutes because <laughs> I'm not shutting this off and you don't want me to. Or we might not listen to all of it, but I want you to no, dig this and tell me if there's anything better for a Western than... And it's funny, you can tell how well someone knows those movies by what piece they associate with Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. If it's this, you know it.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's nice.
0: Oh, just wait. It gets so much more beautiful. We're trying to educate you fools. Come on. Damn. Damn. That right there goes out to the guys over the stinking paws. Uh, a while back, they did an episode about Once Upon a Time in the West. They talked about how great the music was. On that album I just played, they have a whole lot of the score from Once Upon a Time in the West with Yo-Yo Ma in there. There's a, here's the thing. When you get to a musician of Yo-Yo Ma's level, mm-hmm. they, I'm sorry. There is a huge difference. There's an overwhelming difference. Difference.
1: I would like uh, to suggest something for Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, just for me, buddy. Mm Mm-hmm. You could do something uh, from the greatest movie that was ever made. (laughs) you hear this, you don't want to beat someone with your fucking hands.
0: God damn it. I, God, God damn it. <laughs> I showed you my friend's video, Push Toy of Pain, right? Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. A buddy of mine, I don't know if you saw it, but I, the, the guy I drank with the other night, I was yep. like, you have to watch the documentary, Millions. <laughs> Halfway through the posted. you, yeah, too. John Milius would be the greatest person ever to play Dungeons and Dragons with. No, because he'd fucking own you. <laughs> he wouldn't <but>, uh, <laughs> be a good DM. <laughs> he, a good DM should allow you to win. At
1: a certain point, <laughs> it should be allowed to win. Wow. It's, it's like that, uh, the geeky uh, meme on Facebook of Cthulhu and Power Armor. The DM is sick of your shit. <laughs> That's Milius. Like, yeah, well, fuck it. <sighs> oh. Cthulhu oh, has a Warple Blade. What are you going to do? <laughs>
0: One? Yeah, just one. Just one. What are you was what, what of it? Whatever. Roll Malay? initiative. Roll it! <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. We're in an hour. Do we want to save this topic? <laughs> or, <laughs> and just continue as we sure. are until we don't feel like it and Might then have well. this topic for next week? Because well. literally, we have mentioned Star Wars. Okay, so. <laughs> and what I love is anyone who's really a fan of this show is like, well, yeah, this is what these motherfuckers do. <laughs> So, what have you been watching recently? Because I've been watching American Dad, and we just finished Orphan Black's third season yeah. last night. Fin- now,
1: finished. All, all, I'm up all, to date with Orphan Black. All I'm
0: going to say about Orphan Black, without spoiling anything, is the minute Helena walked into that room, in the le- you knew exact. Yeah. Did you threaten my babies? Did you threaten babies? <laughs> like the minute the minute she walked in, Hope and I were like. Okay, so this is going to be sorted out in about 10 minutes. That's my
1: favorite clone, by the way.
0: Here's the thing I wish. I wish that the guy, if I want I wish he would have shown up and been like, uh, I am sorry (laughs) about everything. And that will never... I I am with you on that. Let's talk Orphan Black for a second. Helena, because she is a combination of totally innocent. But what the fuck? Like when she... My boyfriend... Yeah, <laughs> it's so goddamn. She loves sweet. Donnie. She absolutely adores him, and I love that it's Patrick J. Adams. Yeah. from uh, friend of the show, Blaine Weaver's Six Month Rule. Which go fucking fucking see it, assholes. Yeah,
1: do it. Come on. He's a
0: good goddamn guy. Uh, <laughs> but um, the 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 fact she is that um Daryl slash Carol on The Walking yeah. Dead now, where it's like, hey, if Carol's there. If she, she, Have you seen the new preview for The Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they might be faking us out a little bit, because I do not believe that it's going to be a Morgan versus Rick season.
1: No, nor nor do I.
0: Yeah. There's something they're hitting at, because, I'm sorry, Rick finally came over to what I call the Shane camp. Yeah. Where he realized... Shane was right. Shane was just... Crazy?
1: No, he was uh right too soon. We weren't we yeah. weren't ready for yeah, that. Yeah, he yet. was
0: he was right he, he was like You're
1: right? We're just not ready to break the he glass. Was yet.
0: Essentially in the mid thirties going, you know that Hitler guy, uh I don't care for him.
1: <laughs> well you should probably <laughs> just kill him. We well,
0: should probably do something about that guy. Well hold on. To
1: Chamberlain says we should hear him out. <laughs> well, all right, let's listen to him. No.
0: No. Yeah. Um That's
1: where Rick was at the uh or whatever season it was before they went to the prison, right? It's no longer democracy. Yeah, you know, that.
0: Okay. Yeah, and then now, now Rick's like, "You motherfuckers, yeah, kiddie pool, fucking go to the shallow end." My people got this shit. You right. ain't ready for it, then you're gonna die. Sorry, right. sorry, sorry. But
1: yeah, the new uh, Fear of the Walking Dead looks.
0: Fear of the Walking Dead's gonna be cool because that outbreak. You need to see the fucking outbreak,
1: man. Oh, it's terrifying.
0: Oh, speaking of the outbreak, did you read my shit about? <laughs> in and out, animal style.
1: Oh, yes. Fuck you. Fuck you, In and Out, resoundingly. That whole theme. You went to see uh, Inside Out and you yeah. ate it In-N-Out.
0: In and Out. Yeah, there we go. And as I said, California needs, because you said the Walking Dead, the Fear of the Walking yeah, Dead, yeah. Woman in a Pool in California is where it all began. California, stick to what you do best avocado on, uh, avocado sprouts and corn salsa on shit that doesn't need yep. it. Uh, lecturing us about, um, Environmental stewardship while filling swimming pools and golf courses in the desert. Whoops. And creating zombie apocalypse. Right.
1: (laughs) It should all work out just fine.
0: Totally okay. Totally okay. (laughs) Um, um, Okay, have you watched any of the Inside Amy Schumer? Uh, No. 12 Angry Men Inside Amy Schumer. I'm going to maintain it and I think you and Nicole will love it. Best 30-minute Comedy episode possibly ever because
1: I can't believe that because she is an incredible writer.
0: Yeah, well, because from where you and I, and I use the term feminist because I hate the way feminist has been used. Oh, it's uh, but it's fucking. I, I think if ridiculous. we were to, it's sort of like the term conservative. If we were to break it down to what it really means, you and I are very much like. Fairly rabid feminists in a very realistic way.
1: I guess, but I don't even like. I don't even. know. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. Well, it, the, it's so bastardized. It's so mm-hmm. just. Well, because no, the entire, I'm not a feminist. Yeah. I, I can't even be associated with yeah. the statement, even though I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Constructed. Yeah. I get it. Yes. yeah, I, I am I am not someone who believes that women are not as powerful as men. Of course they are, in yeah. different ways. Right. It's, it's In other one, ways, they are fucking nuts.
0: It's where you and I don't even believe it's a conversation. No, no, it's like, no. why well, are we well, even talking about this? But can be perfectly this? strong. I, yeah.
1: It's not an issue but of
0: it, that. The, thing, the whole 12 Angry Men ver- inside Amy yeah. Schumer is, an, uh, for those who don't know, and it is 12 Angry Men, but the jury is trying to debate whether Amy is attractive enough to have a show on TV. The ability as a comedian does not enter into it. Of course not. But And and that, unfortunately, is where we are. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we would not have that conversation is like, well, you know, are Key and Peel attractive? Enough? No. Key and Peel are fucking hilarious. Yes, they are. Their attractiveness never enters into it. Now, here's the thing. Their race, for a while, would have. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they bowed up and showed, okay, we, and, and I'm going to say this. With full knowledge of the existence of Phil Hartman, Gilda Radner, Chris Farley, all them, Key and Peel might be the two best sketch comedians I've ever seen in my life because of the fact that they are able to, by themselves, carry that entire show. Right. And that, name me any other two performers who can do that without having to go span out all that. They, by themselves, were able to create what I think is easily in the top 10 sketch comedy shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Key and Peele is fucking great. They did a thing on, um, we talked about this the other day where they were talking about uh, di- uh, di- on the their Super Bowl special where they had a, <laughs> a guy come in to, to discuss the different attributes of the players. And every time it was a white player, he was like, keen mind. A black right. player was like, physical specimen and it was just this very racially divided thing and then they had to do Rob Gronkowski silverback gorilla okay (laughs) like yes because he fucking is if I at my size and with my psychotic competitive mentality had older brother instead of older sister and parents who were like he's playing football could you imagine how terrifying I would have been
1: (laughs) They, they are on the uh, roster of a few
0: teams as we speak. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just, oh, my God, he's going to destroy They're someone. Terrifying. Yeah. That shit, their show is so fucking great. Amy Schumer does that brilliantly, where she totally attacks what are feminist ideas, but without, and what I hate, anytime someone throws out, like, oh, she's my favorite female comedian. Oh, he's my favorite black comedian. Like I was talking about how much I like Chris Rock, and a buddy of mine was like, "Oh, really? I, I, I just prefer Dave Chappelle." And I was like, "Why the fuck do you pre- like Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle?" The literal only thing they have in common is their skin color. Yeah, because comedy-wise, they are approaching it from totally different yeah, angles. Good. It's like saying, "Oh, Jerry
1: Seinfeld and George Carlin."
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very different. Totally different, but they're both white. Right. Like if Jerry Seinfeld and Woody Allen. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're Jewish. That's all they have in common. Yeah. And that's why it bothers me when someone's like, oh, she's such a strong female character. Yeah. Really? Because I happen to think Ellen Ripley is a strong character, male or female. Yeah. The fact she's a woman, awesome. But if Ripley were, you know, Edgar as opposed to Ellen, that'd still be a strong motherfucking character. The yeah. fact that it's a woman... Badass, ass. Yeah. Ugh. This is our politically correct show. It is. <laughs> thus, thus far. <laughs> I love it. This is the first time that we've ever gotten so far into an episode that we've just said, you know, fuck the topic.
1: Well, um, it has been a... Uh, traumatic it's, few it really has few weeks Ye- and hey, uh this hey. show was pretty much uh um me just going back going, oh let's just do something fun Yay. yeah let, let's find ground this is fun hey,
0: hey i've had a rough few weeks i have had to get up by 11 some days that's true then on fr- was it thursday or fr- no it was thursday you say hey man have you had lunch yet i was like i haven't even had breakfast yet <laughs> when the fuck was <laughs> that Thursday. <laughs> that was Thursday. Oh, okay. And then we showed up at the beer market like we don't open until 4. Fuck. Fuck. And we both forgot about Redhorn. Yeah, we Although, did. Although in fairness, if we'd gone to Redhorn, we both would have had to have someone come and pick us up.
1: Probably. Cuz that would have ended ugly. Probably. And tell, they're very quiet there. Yeah. People are working on Wi-Fi on their little uh...
0: <laughs> excuse me. I'm trying yeah. to. Be but, but, right here. I'm like, ne- "Well,
1: I'm day drinking."
0: Yeah. You know? Next time you're in that position, let me know because, like I said, I'm not doing anything for another month and a half. So we should. Yes, fuck Let's, yes. I have an
1: afternoon off. Mm-hmm. Got to find a better place to get properly inebriated than a BJ's. Let me tell you something about BJ's uh, brew house and whatever. Do you need another Frio light? Uh, no, I'm okay. Uh, in the middle of the afternoon, is scary.
0: It really is. Very scary. But Very scary. I, I will say... It did lead us to come up with a great idea for a yeah, We should probably explore that. film. We should probably yes. explore that. Oh, what yeah. would really happen to us in a zombie apocalypse? Yeah. It would not be good. It wouldn't be a very good feature, but it'd be an excellent. It'd be a ten to twelve minutes. Amazing short. Amazing short. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, man.
1: So we'll uh, the next time we record, we'll just do part two of this, and we'll actually get to the rest yeah, of our list. Part two, where we
0: this, this will be uh, long delayed sequels. Part one, yeah, and that's it. And, and then part it. two, long delayed sequels. The episode where they talk about long uh, delayed
1: sequels. I won't we'll be so you know mired down and melancholy, where I'm just more concentrating on drinking everything I could find. Yeah, it's
0: therapy, and, bro. Uh, and that's
1: do why we do this, but to why uh, we do what we do. Um, you want to hit all the stuff we do? Because I have a, a tribute song I like to play for my dad. Okay.
0: Oh, shit. Before Okay. So, before we hit that, um, and instead of our usual outro, this will be our outro, um, check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com. We're also on Twitter and Facebook at The Film Thugs. Uh, you can call us at 512-666-RANT. I've gotten a whole lot of phone calls for somebody who's moving and there's a moving company that leaves messages who obviously does not listen to the outgoing message where I say, hey, it's Jim. We're not going to listen to your – we are not answering this phone. We're going to play your message live. I could legally play all of their messages here. But it's all like, hey, you're moving. Call us back. Yeah, um, And that – nobody wants that. Um We're also on the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Go to www.thefilmthugs.com to check out all of our sponsors, including Amazon, On It, uh, T Fury, and other things. Uh, And we are at thefilmthugs at gmail.com and thugquestions at gmail.com. That's if you want to ask us a question that we won't answer, we won't know about until we're actually answering it on the show. Or if you're interested in some real life advice, email the life masters at gmail.com. I think that about sums us up for the week. And now, in respect for Dudley Campbell, a man who won at life, here we go.
1: As uh, many people, friends, and family have re- referred to it on Facebook, um, he was our cowboy, he was our hero. This goes out to my dad, Dudley Truman Campbell.
2: Take hate to sing this song right here. I just want to say thank you, all you guys and girls up here tonight. Thank you all for coming, this, making this such a special evening for me. You just don't even know. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. And all of you people out there, thank you so much for all the years of support that you've given me and the guys. As Arnold Schwarzenegger says I'll be back Thank you so much I knew the stakes were high Right from the start When she dealt the cards out at my I just found a game that I can't play. And this is where the cowboy rides away. And my song starts to play and this is where
0: Dudley Truman Campbell. He made the world a better place. He treated men as he wished to be treated. He raised a family that did the same. He wanted life and taught us how we could do the same. We shall not see his like again. And now his watch is ended. And now his watch is ended. Granted. And now his watch
2: is ended.